Hello and welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon, where we explore the world of spirit and we clear out all the woo-woo to make that magical connection that welcomes more possibilities into your world. In today's episode, we are looking at four ways to create with beings of light. Now, I'd just like to give a little explanation about who the beings of light are. As a medium, I communicate with those who have crossed over. And through my work, I have communicated with so many other incredible beings or energies, if you will, These energies and beings range from the angelic realm to elementals, spirit guides. Some of the spirit guides I've connected with have been in physical form, so they understand what it's like to have an ego. They understand what it's like to stub your toe. (laughs) They understand all of the different stresses that we experience while we're here in this reality. I've also experienced spirit guides that haven't been in physical form. And just like the angelics, they do not have an ego. So they they don't understand what it what it feels like some days when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel anxious, when we have different emotions such as anger come up, all those ego based emotions. And what's beautiful about interacting with these energies is that they truly come from a place of neutrality and unconditional acceptance and love. And it's so beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I've connected with spirit animals. I have communicated with extraterrestrials. Yes, think of the X-Files. I have have a friend who calls me uh, Scully. (laughs) And I just love that. I think it's hilarious. The beings of light encompass all of these incredible universal energies that are available to each and every one of us. We all have a guardian angel. I have encountered souls that have more than one guardian angel in this lifetime. And our guardian angels are with us before we choose to incarnate. And they're with us throughout this entire incarnation. And then they will stay with us when we leave this physical realm and go back into the non-physical. And what I've come to know is that our guardian angels know us oftentimes better than we know ourselves. They're able to see our blind spots. They're able to see the myriad of limitations and maybe patterns. And sometimes we can get into a holding pattern where we keep recreating the same thing over and over again. And we've all been there. And so our guardian angels are a beautiful resource on a soul level for us to understand why we chose to incarnate, maybe what our soul is is really wanting to master and and learn and evolve through this incarnation. And there are other beings of light that I do not have a description for. I haven't I haven't encountered some of the energies in this reality. I don't have a name for them. 
And yes, I do love to play with the paranormal, with a little bit of the darker side. I do space clearings and we do ghost hunting. And there are so many different beings. There are demonics. There are demonic energies. And what most people don't realize is that just as there are incredible, wonderful, supportive, amazing humans, there are also humans that are choosing anything but that. And the same goes for beings of light. There are demonics, demonic energies that are an incredible contribution. I have several that are on my spirit team. And let me tell you, the first time they came through, I was doing Reiki and I looked up and there was this demonic looking energy standing in the room and my guides, the regular guides that I work with, they all stood back and I froze and I thought, oh my God, how did that get in here? What's going on? Clear that, clear that. <laughs> it was like spirit 9-11. And what became very clear in communicating with this energy is that uh, there are certain energies that are beings of light that have been miscategorized, if you will, that people assume that if it is a demonic energy, and that's just a label that we give these energies, if it is a demonic energy that it's instantly, it's bad, it's coming from hell, it's evil, it's, it's Satan, it's, you know, it's all of these different labels. And I just welcome you to be open to the possibilities. It really is like the X-Files, or I like to tell people it's like the movie Men in Black. And there are spiritual teachers I've worked with from around the world, and, and something that we've come to realize is that there are more non-physical energies on the planet than there are physical bodies. And we are in the billions of physical bodies that inhabit the Earth. And if you can imagine that there are even more non-physical energies and beings beings of light, entities, all sorts of different energies that are, some are waiting to co-create with us. Some are like pesky flies that we just need to kind of flick away and, and not put any emphasis on. But for today's show, we'd like to share with you four different ways that you can create with the beings of light. And the first thing I'd like to offer you is that because we have free will, we must invite these energies into our world. We have access to all of these universal energies. Uh, I've mentioned this several times before that I see the energy very much like the movie Doctor Strange. If you haven't seen it, it's absolutely favorite, 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 a favorite of mine, because that's how I see the energy. When I first started uh, learning Reiki. I, I didn't quite understand what all the symbols and the energies were. And after I watched that movie, it was just, wow, it was like my world, energies and symbols and sacred geometry. And it's, it's absolutely magical. And we all have access to all of these different energies and all of these beings of light. But we, we need to invite these energies into our world. We need to open a space. We need to be open and available to connect with these energies. And a lot of the, um, the clients that I have in my practice, 
this is something that we work on because we may think that we're open and available, but when we really look at it, chances are there's a fear, perhaps something happened in childhood, Perhaps, you know, you have friends or family or a husband, a wife, a partner who just doesn't get what you do. <clears throat> I know all about that. You know, my stuff was too woo-woo. <laughs> it was too crazy. I had many family members who kept telling me to go back and get my psychology degree, just finish that up. That was real. That was respected in the community. And so it's really important to to start to look at this. And, and chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you have gifts and abilities with connecting with the other side that perhaps you have dipped your toe in. Maybe you have completely submerged yourself in this reality and I welcome you wholeheartedly. Or maybe it's just something you're curious about. Perhaps you've had different things happen in your world that really don't have a logical explanation. And so throughout this episode, I invite you to welcome and look at the possibility that there is more, that there is this universal energy, these, we call it different, different terms. You know, I've heard, you know, we get into the, get into the flow with the energy. Um, you know, we get into the field of possibilities. We connect into the universal matrix. There are so many different ways to look at it. And what it really means is accessing all that is. And those are the universal energies. They are unlimited possibilities. I'm reading a book right now that outlines how our thinking creates our reality. And this is the cornerstone of my practice, is really helping people to understand what those predominant thoughts are in their world, because whatever we're thinking is what we are magnetizing into our world. And one of the main ways to create with beings of light is to ask to be shown what you are recreating in your life so that you can have an understanding as to why things are showing up in your world the way they are. I often tell people, if something is showing up in your world, it's because you invited it. You've invited it, or you've unconsciously asked for it, or you've welcomed it, or you've allowed it. And this isn't coming from a place of judgment. This is just an acknowledgement that we create our reality and that 95% of our, our brain power is the subconscious. So if you think about that, I mean, we're, we're utilizing a small percentage of our brain. And when we start to really be available and curious, I, I invite you to be curious about, okay, what, what am I recreating in my world that isn't working? These are also referred to as limitations or patterns or programs. And what are those? And so you can ask the beings of light. And so for me, I work with my, my angels, my guides. Some days it's angels, what's this? Hey, my guides, what's that? Michael, can you help me with this? Yo, guys, hey, woo-woo, <laughs> over here. And sometimes I don't use a specific name. It's just I, I, I 
go into meditation and I'll, I'll, you know, chip through things. And I spend a lot of time in my Akashic records. So I also work with my masters, my teachers. And when something isn't shifting, this is an incredible, incredible tool to have in your spiritual toolbox. And a spiritual toolbox is what I refer to as sort of our, it's like all these little tools and techniques that we have in our back pocket that when things start to get to get stuck or stagnant or we're starting to get really frustrated or overwhelmed, things aren't shifting in our world, we have these spiritual tools that we can pull out and utilize. Sometimes our spiritual tools can be a clearing technique or it can be a healing modality such as Reiki or body talk. It can be uh, part of a spiritual practice, mala beads, meditation, chanting, even yoga. You know, I um, my workouts are, that's a non-negotiable for me. I work out five days a week and that is part of my spiritual toolbox because taking care of my physical body gives me the energy and the juice to be a channel, to connect, to help people, to teach. And so that's one of my non-negotiables in my spiritual toolbox. Some people have prayer. Some people love to sing and dance. We always put music on every morning and we start the morning with, with dance. We have a dance party. And um, I think some of my dance moves are getting pretty good. <laughs> but our spiritual toolbox are those go-to go things or ideas that can help shift us from, uh, you know, a dark place or help us to start to see more possibilities. Oracle cards. Some people use a pendulum to communicate with their higher self. Um, again, meditation is coming through, guided meditations. You know, if you're not able to sit for long periods of time with your mind silent, and this took me years of practice, you can utilize guided meditations. One of my, my favorite websites, uh, it's orindabin.com, O-R-I-N-D-A-B-E-N.com. They are an incredible energy that is channeled by Sinea Roman and her partner, Dwayne. Absolutely beautiful energies and guided meditations. Uh, I also love Rose San Gregorio. She's located here in Calgary. Uh, she has such incredible, incredible guided meditations and beautiful, uplifting teachings um, you know, oftentimes I will put on classical music and just let that permeate in throughout the house. I will smudge. I will burn incense. I must have been a paleo. Um, I must have been uh, a pyro in a past life because I have paleo, <laughs> paleo santo <laughs> burning. I have a whole drawer full of it. So I'm ready. Um, incantations, uh, invocations, prayer, um, you know, blessings. There's so many different different ways that, that we can fill our spiritual toolbox. And when you are willing to be shown what it is that you're recreating in your life, then you can also ask for the steps to change it. You know, for example, I, I had a client who came to see me a few weeks ago and she was recreating heartache in her life. She had several losses in a short amount of time and I, I know firsthand that grief can bring you to your knees and she was recreating the heartache 
And once we started to shift that and look at it and, and acknowledge where her grief was and, and give her different tools and techniques and, and extra support to work through her grief, honor the grief and allow her heart to grieve, then we were also able to start inviting blessings and possibilities into her world to create new. So that's the first way that you can create with beings of light. And you don't have to use a specific name. I mean, you can call on spirit guides, angels, your ancestors, your crossed over loved ones, your higher self, your soul, your spirit, your true essence, God, Jesus, Buddha. There's so many different deities that you can call upon for assistance. And so it's it doesn't have to look a certain way. I always tell people who work with me to take what resonates and leave the rest. If it's something important, the spirit world, the universe will bring it back into your reality for you to have another look at. So that's number one. Ask to be shown what you are recreating in your life. And ask for the steps to change it. Change it, shift it, heal it, resolve it. And be open to new possibilities. The second way to create with beings of light is to be willing to be vulnerable. And this is something that, you know, I refer to it as, as pushing our barriers down. If you have your barriers up, you have your walls up, and someone comes into your, into your world, into your space, they will instantly feel that you have your barriers up and they'll put their barriers up nine times out of 10. If you feel that wall of energy from somebody, it's just an instant reaction to put that wall up in response. And in a lot of the coaching that I do, we work at pushing those barriers down, you know, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, and just allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. Because when we are coming from a place of vulnerability and authenticity, then that is the invitation for other people in our world to show up that way as well. And sometimes they will and sometimes they won't. But when we're willing to be vulnerable and willing to see things exactly as they are, this is a game changer. And this is something that I, I work on constantly. You know, when, when we're willing to be honest, when we're willing to know what's true for us, when we are no longer willing to avoid you know, the elephant in the room, whatever that looks like, then we can get back into the creative flow with the universe and start to create more in our world that lights us up so that it doesn't feel like Groundhog Day. It doesn't feel like certain aspects of our life are stagnant and we've settled. Meh, this is as good as it's going to get. This is okay. You know, this is okay. You know, the, the fear of the unknown, the fear of taking that leap into something greater is usually what stops people. And what they don't realize is that everything comes to an end. Relationships end, partnerships end. We will all leave our physical bodies. So things are going to end. Nothing in this reality lasts forever. But that once something ends, we can choose again. And I find that when we're not willing to see things exactly as they are, it's like we're avoiding something or we've, we've shut off our awareness or we just, we don't want to see what it is. We don't think we can handle it. 
whatever that is, it's like then the universe will get our attention. If we are not willing to deal with things and handle things and, and, and listen to those little nudges that, that come up every now and again, they will get louder and louder. Trust me, I know firsthand. And I used to always say that it felt like a Brazilian. <laughs> when the universe was getting my attention with something, it was like, oh, wow, didn't see that coming. But when we're willing to be vulnerable and willing to be available and, and see things exactly as they are, then we can choose how we are going to create and how we are going to interact. If you're willing to see things exactly as they are, then it actually gives us more choice. We can choose to stay in the relationship, whatever that looks like. We can choose to end the relationship. We can choose to engage in a way that, that works better for us in that relationship. We can choose to have a difficult conversation. We can choose a myriad of different options. But if we're not willing to be vulnerable and see things exactly as they are, we're missing, we're missing a whole lot of life. And this is where the beings of light, your guides, your angels, your ancestors, your spirit can assist you to help you really see, see things as it is. And sometimes it's not easy. I, you know what? I've been there. We've all been there. Sometimes there's, there's something in my world that I do not want to look at. And I know when I'm avoiding something because I'll be, I'll be humming along. I'll be working on a project and then I'll start to distract myself. And now I've, I've learned to catch it quicker, but it used to, I used to do this. <laughs> I would distract myself for hours with other stuff. And then I would really have to sit with it and ask, okay, what is it that I'm avoiding? What is it that I'm, I'm what is, what's coming up? There's, there's resistance that's coming up. What is that? And so it's given me an opportunity to look at things so I can just be honest and look at it. Oh, I'm, I don't think it'll be as good as I, it needs to be. Or, um, you know, I'm, I'm not willing to step up into that new level. I'm not willing to up level at, at this time interesting or or I think it's going to be too much work once I get this piece done or I don't think I have the smarts to get it done so I'm not going to get it all done and so it just becomes that self-fulfilling prophecy and then we can start to recreate stuff in our life I often say that we usually recreate crap <laughs> that's it's not again it's not from a place of judgment but we really do we um I find we have a propensity to recreate things that are not working because we haven't healed the root cause we haven't grabbed that seed wherever it came from whether it's a belief a pattern a limitation a program whatever that is it could be a story that we're hanging on to it could be a story we're hanging on to because we want validation it could be a story we're hanging on to and we don't even realize it again that's the subconscious mind at work and so be willing to be vulnerable and see things exactly as they are. This one is incredibly powerful. If you're able to sit in that space and say, all right, beings of light, universe, guides, show it to me, give it to me like it is. What is it? Am I recreating something? Is it a story I'm hanging on to? Is it something I'm avoiding? Is it something that I just keep pushing away and it's something I really need to address? Could be a health issue. Maybe the guides are giving you a nudge to maybe go get that blood work done. Maybe change your diet. Maybe it's time to start exercising. It could be so many different things that the universe will give us the nudges. 
And I invite you to start to look at that. We all have different areas in our life where it's a little more difficult to be vulnerable. You know, once we've been hurt, those walls come up pretty quick. Once we've been betrayed, we've been disappointed, we've um, been lied to, it's, it's very, very easy to have those old patterns come up where the walls go up and nope, you're not going to get into my world. Nope, 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 nope. And it's from a place of vulnerability that we have the greatest connections. We just feel that, that energy, that connection with another person that just lights us up. And I don't know about you, but I... I look for I look for different things and places and people and experiences that light me up each and every day. And throughout my day I'm always grateful for them and I acknowledge them. Thank you. That was amazing. There was there was an incredible sun sunrise the other morning and it was just I, I was sipping my coffee watching it and it was just the sky was just dancing. It was absolutely spectacular. And in that moment, I was just I'm grateful. Thank you. Thank you for showing this to me. Thank you. This is absolutely amazing. Just acknowledging the beauty that the world has for us. So throughout the day, I will ask angels, show me something fun today. Angels, show me my magnificence today. Angels, give me a sign today that the money is mine. Angels, Bring me something to laugh so hard. I do this one. I'll ask them to bring me something that, that I laugh so hard that I cry and snort. <laughs> and they deliver. It's usually something absolutely ridiculous on Facebook. It's usually some sort of video that just has me crying and, and my gut hurts. I'm just... <laughs> so again, inviting these energies to come into your world and play. They are literally waiting in the wings. And we need to invite them in. The third way that we can create with beings of light is by connecting to your spirit. There are so many, so many people that I've met over the years, myself included. Um, well, yes, obviously I've met myself before, but I'm, I'm including myself in this group where I wasn't connected to my spirit. I wasn't um, connected to my true self, my the greater part of me, whatever that looks like for you, it could be your spirit, your essence, your true essence, your soul, your being, your higher self, your higher being. And when we connect into that energy, that is us. We're connecting into unlimited potential. We're connecting into universal energies. And the easiest way to connect into your spirit is to place your hand over your heart. And close your eyes and imagine beautiful white light coming in through the top of your head, filling your head down to your shoulders, all the way down each arm to your fingertips, filling your torso, your hips, your thighs, your knees, all the way down to your ankles and out the bottoms of your feet. Imagine this light is traveling down into Mother Earth gifting her with this beautiful light and this beautiful energy. And imagine this beautiful emerald green light traveling back up from the earth all the way up into the bottoms of your feet, up your legs, up your torso, and into your heart. And just allow these energies to blend perfectly within your heart. And as you imagine these beautiful energies dancing within and around your heart and within and around your energy field. 
I'd like you to just imagine that you're stepping behind your heart. This is where your spirit is. This is where you connect into that authentic part of you, that part of you that knows why you're here, that part of you that knows how beautiful you are, how incredibly gifted you are, your kindness, your love, your sense of humor, your strength, your grace. And just sit in this energy just for a little while and just set the intention to connect with your spirit each and every day. When we connect with our spirit, we're connecting and accessing all of the universal energies. And you don't have to be a particular religion or a certain age or have training or background. This is available to each and every one of us. And when you're connected to your spirit, you have access to all of these beautiful beings of light. I have guides that find parking spots for me. I have guides that help me shop. I got this really cool ACDC t-shirt. <laughs> I have guides that help me find things when I'm searching on Google, when I'm researching for a project. I have guides help me with grammar because I hate grammar. I have all sorts of different guides that help me with my writing. I have workout guides. I have guides that help me with my supplements and my food. I have guides that help me with my relationships. I've magnetized such incredible, incredible people into my world, and I am just so, so grateful each and every day for all of them. And so I invite you to connect into your spirit each and every day. The perfect time to do this is first thing in the morning. And, uh, you know, I, I've heard this over the years. I don't have time. I don't have time. I have to go to work. I have to take the dog for a walk. I have to make lunches. I have to drop the kids off. I have to pick up dry cleaning. I have to blah, 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 blah. You can find five minutes, ten minutes, to connect with your spirit in the morning. One of the coaches I work with, she said, if you, you know, you win the morning, you win the day. That your morning intention when you first wake up, it sets the tone for your day. So I have what I call my power hour. I'm usually up at 5 or 5.30, and I drink a huge glass of water, do some light stretching, I meditate, I look at my goals, my visions. I just sit with that energy. I look at my vision board, I call it my vision quest. Um, and anything else that I feel I need. You know, sometimes I, I need to go work out, go for a run. Um, you know, sometimes it's an early morning workout. Sometimes it's just getting up and having that cup of coffee and looking at the sunrise. Whatever that is. So connecting with your spirit is another beautiful way to create with beings of light. Because as you connect more and more with your spirit, your vibration raises. Your frequency becomes more potent, clearer, stronger, more balanced. And it helps your grounding it helps us to not feel as overwhelmed when life starts throwing us curveballs. It helps us to stay in question. Okay, great, I didn't anticipate that $1,000 bill. Okay, cool, what are my options with this? What are the possibilities with this? And that will start bringing in more opportunities. And the fourth way to create with beings of light is by staying in question. 
I've said this thousands of times over the years, when we stay in question, it's like leaving a little doorway open for the universal energies to come in and play. Because again, we have free will. They're not just going to come in and say, hey, yo, Shauna, you know, you're going to make a huge mistake if you choose door number A today. You should probably go with door C. They don't come in and just step in unless we invite them in or unless it's something life-threatening. There was one time I was, um, uh, we used to have snowmobiles. And so I was driving the big truck that had, uh, that, that had the big, um, uh, the big, what, what is the word for it? That big platform on back on the back of the truck where we would drive the snowmobiles up onto the truck. I was driving that truck that day and I was fighting a cold and, um, I was just going to run into the store to pick something up and I forgot that I was driving the truck and I wasn't driving my little Tiguan. <laughs> and I got out of the, the, the truck and was booking it around the corner and I just heard in my head, stop. And I stopped and I kind of closed my eyes and I opened my eyes. I was an inch from slamming my face into the side of this platform, this metal platform. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know if it was my nose that would have got it or my teeth. I'm not sure. But unless there's something that is life-threatening or something that uh, they can come in and, and help you immediately like that, they will wait in the wings for you to invite them. And so by staying in question, some of my favorite questions are, what else is possible? What's right about this I'm not getting? What's right about me I'm not getting? And sometimes that the answers pop right away and sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Sometimes we have to ask a thousand times before we have the awareness. And that awareness can show up in a myriad of different ways. We could pick up a book and open it to the, book, the, the page that has the answer. We could overhear a conversation. Uh, we could read something on the internet. We could uh, just sit in a quiet meditation, contemplative state and the awareness and the ideas just start flowing. I was um, guided a few months ago to back up my computer. And for those of you who know me, I write and I, I create incredible amounts of content. And so my computer is like my child. <laughs> and anytime I've had computer issues over the years, I would lose my mind because that was, it was just, you know, tens of thousands of, of hours and, and content and pages and just, oh my gosh. So this one day, you know, they kept pinging me. You know, I just, that's how I describe it. I just kept getting a ping, 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 ping. Do a backup, do a backup, do a backup, do a backup. And I have it set up with my guides. Keep pinging it to me if it's really important so I, I don't miss it. And so they kept pinging it to me. And finally, the one day I sat down, I thought, okay, do I need an external hard drive? What do I need to look at? So I did a backup on the, the Google Drive. So I backed everything up and I thought, okay, cool, that's great. Within about four weeks, I came downstairs and my computer had this message that said, uh, could not complete the repair completely or fully or something like that. And I froze and I immediately started panicking. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I turned the computer on and off. I unplugged it. I tried everything I could think of, and I started to panic. I was like, no, 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 no. And my eyes started to fill up with, with <laughs> my eyes started to get watery, and I started to feel this panic, and my heart was pounding, and I was starting to go into overdrive. And then I just started to ask, okay, what's, what else is possible? What's right about this? I'm not getting what else is possible. And I did some breath work. I love the fire breathing. If you 
ever going to that state where you start to feel panic and overwhelm and your your mind just goes to, just starts to go crazy um, do fire breathing and so fire breathing is you put your hands up beside your shoulders and you imagine you're pushing up as you're breathing in and you're pulling that energy down so google it um you can't see what i'm doing right now so if you google fire breathing um, it's absolutely fantastic and you do a cycle of that 25 i'll do three sets of 25 so i did my, my fire breathing i'm walking around the house what's right about this i'm not getting what's right about this i'm not getting okay what else is possible what else is possible it's not a big deal i can get a new computer what and then all of a sudden i heard you did a backup. Everything is safe. And I froze. And I ran over to my laptop and I quickly signed on. And I looked for the book. I looked for I just, and everything was there. And in that moment, I had such intense gratitude. And I acknowledged that I followed the awareness to do the, to get the backup and follow through, got it done. And it was just this this moment that kind of, you know, all the puzzle pieces landed. And so by staying in question, I was able to not over-rotate and then not completely freak out if I couldn't get a hold of my computer guy. And it really, really helped me to co-create with the beings of light, with my guides, my angels, whatever you want to call that. For me, it's my angels. They're my peeps, my guides. And by staying in question, you know, what's right about this I'm not getting can you show it to me in a different way? Is there something I'm recreating? Is there something I'm choosing right now that is not joy and ease? <laughs> is there a story that I'm hanging on to? Huh? Can you show me, you know, give me a different possibility? You know, and by staying in question, that is an absolutely beautiful way to keep creating with beings of light because you're inviting that energy into your world. And the more you invite that energy in, the more playful it is. And there's so many different possibilities. The universe may move a new person into your world that just lights you up. The universe may bring an opportunity that just blows your mind. The universe may give you an idea, you know, that just starts to spark more ideas. And it just, it just starts to become this, this train of ideas. This happened just this morning. I was looking at different... Um, different promotional uh, promotional ideas that we're looking at. And there was something that I found on my old, it was from my old computer. I have, um, I have everything saved on this computer from two previous computers. <laughs> I went through the first computer and this computer, this is from a few years ago. And there was a, a PowerPoint presentation I found. And then I looked and it was, there were there were these other promotional um, materials that we had done up years ago and I totally forgot about, pulled those out. Um, I found a guide to meditation. Uh, and what else? I just, it's like it, within 10 minutes, I had pulled five different files off my Google Drive and it just, it just, it's like it was all there on a platter, which was amazing. And if I hadn't asked the questions, I wouldn't have had any, any of that insight. I wouldn't have had any of that awareness. So staying in question is so, so important. And this is for everything, right? Like it's, um, I was asking the other day, it was funny, it was yesterday, I, I, um, 
I have a slight addiction to lifting heavy weights. And so, you know, my girlfriend and I, we go into the back room at the gym and, and we're back there, you know, on the squat rack and we're doing deadlifts and we're doing, you know, split squats and split lunges. And I can't even remember all the names of everything. We always come in and we all tr we try different stuff every time. And we, we went really heavy that day. We were back there for like an hour and a half. And I got home and within a few hours, I mean, I fuel up when I get home, I, you know, do recovery drinks and, you know, started eating a lot of protein and just, you know, doing my regular stuff, lots of water, stretching. And by mid-afternoon, I was just, I was exhausted. And I kind of sat with it for a bit, did some stuff around the house, quickly ran some errands, came home and I just, I just felt even worse. And I just kept asking, okay, what is it, what is it that I need? What is it that my body needs? Oh, my body wanted red meat. I'm not a huge red meat eater. And so I was just like, well, I guess we're having burgers for supper. So <laughs> there's this incredible restaurant just down the road from me. It's called Dairy Lane. And they have the best burgers and everything is, you know, organic. It's locally sourced. Um, they even have gluten-free buns, which is fabulous. And so, yeah, we ordered dinner from Dairy Lane and it was the best burger I've had in so long. Like it just... Whoa, and I was instantly recharged. And so again, just asking those questions. What is it that I need right now? What is it that my body needs? You know, what will add more joy to my life? What is it that I can add to my day that will uplift me? And you know, is there what can I what can I do today to make more money? Uh, what can I do today to bring more joy and possibilities into my life? What is that? I mean, yes, we're in the midst of a pandemic. We are uh, in the midst of chaotic energy. And there are so many different things going on in the world right now. And so it's very, very important. It's, I believe it's vitally important that we ask to be shown if we're recreating something in our life that isn't working and ask for the steps to change it. Be willing to be vulnerable and see things exactly as they are so that we don't get blindsided. Connect to our spirit each and every day and stay in question. Those are four incredible ways to create with beings of light, to create with the universal energies. Our birthright is joy. That is our inherent birthright. When we are born, we are happy and joyful and filled with possibilities and anytime we are not feeling positive and happy and uplifted chances are there's something that we need to shift or change in our world and i'm a huge proponent to learning continuously learning and growing and shifting and seeing different perspectives and staying in question I send you mountains of love. I have such gratitude for each and every one of you. I love all the messages that you send me, uh, the little messages and the emails. And I just, I love having all of that beautiful, beautiful contribution to my life. When I sit down to channel uh, the podcast, I, I usually sit down and I'm told what we're talking about about 10 minutes before. <laughs> and away we go. And we're live. Go. And so I listen back because as a channel, I don't remember a lot of what I, what I say. I just allow the information and the energy and the love to flow through me. And that goes out to each and every one of you, no matter when you're listening to this episode. Mountains of love. And I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.